Bienvenidos al Medical Spanish Podcast. Soy la doctora Molly Martin. Through this podcast, we provide interactive audio lessons for learning practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere. The level of this lesson is intermediate, and timestamps are provided in your show notes. The lessons offered at docmolly.com are solely for learning Spanish. They are not intended to teach medicine or provide medical advice. Hola, as promised, I'm back with Rory Foster of Common Ground International with an interactive medical Spanish lesson we made together. In this lesson, we will practice talking about bruises, cuts, ruptures, breaks, tears, and sprains in Spanish. Vamos a la lección. Como ahora estamos abordando las lesiones ortopédicas en nuestro curso sobre emergencias, la lección de hoy se basa en una lección de Rory sobre cómo utilizar sustantivos, verbos y adjetivos relacionados con las lesiones. That's right. So we had an idea. Since you guys are working on your orthopedic injuries in your Spanish for Emergencies course, we thought, hey, let's take... Uh, a lesson that we have in one of our courses at Common Ground that talks about how you use nouns, verbs, and adjectives that are all related to injuries and describing injuries. Perfecto. And this is how it's going to work. Primero, vamos a presentar un verbo, un sustantivo, y un adjetivo que comparten la misma raíz. So here's how we'll do it. First, we're going to present a verb, a noun, and an adjective that all share the same root. Después, te daremos algunos ejemplos en los que tendrás que completar las frases con el sustantivo, adjetivo, o verbo correcto. And then we'll give you some examples in which you're going to need to complete the sentence either using the noun, the adjective, or the verb. Por último, antes de empezar la lección de hoy, quiero destacar que, como siempre, he consultado a profesores de español latinoamericano para asegurarme de que utilizamos un vocabulario que nuestros pacientes entenderán. Para esta lección, he contado con la ayuda de los estimados profesores de la comunidad, una escuela en línea en la que soy alumna. Quiero dar las gracias a Nelly de Colombia, Gloria de México y Daniela de México que revisaron todas las palabras y frases de esta lección. So shout out to La Comunidad, an online Spanish school where I'm a student. And special thanks to the teachers there, Nelly from Colombia, Gloria from Mexico, and Daniela from Mexico, who reviewed all the phrases we'll present in this lesson. Okay, primero vamos a practicar el verbo, el sustantivo, y el adjetivo. Y después, los utilizaremos en frases. Rory, ¿listo? Sí, estoy listo. Vamos. Perfecto. So we are going to practice a verb, a noun, and an adjective that all share the same root. I will say each word, and then there will be a pause for you to interpret it into Spanish before Rory does. Then we'll follow the same format when we use these words in phrases. Empecemos. Primero, hablemos sobre moretones. To bruise or to get bruised. Moretearse. 
And note, I think this verb is unique to the Americas. I don't think they use it in Spain. Moretearse. Bruises. Moretones. And the adjective, bruised. Moreteado or moreteada. Addressing the patient as you stead, how would you ask, Do you bruise easily? ¿Se moretea fácilmente? Now, using the noun moretones, how would you ask, Do you bruise easily? ¿Le salen moretones fácilmente? Note, when describing skin eruptions or other lesions that appear on the skin, it is very common to use the verb salir. Por ejemplo, me salen granos o me salen un sarpullido. So using salir, how would you ask, do you bruise easily? ¿Le salen moretones fácilmente? And now using the adjective moreteado, how would you say, my thigh is bruised? Tengo el muslo moreteado. So if you said, mi muslo está moreteado, that's just fine, you'll be understood. But it's actually more common in Spanish to use tener más la parte del cuerpo más adjetivo when describing the state of your body or a part of your body. Therefore, my thigh is bruised is most commonly interpreted as tengo el muslo moreteado. Ahora, hablemos sobre las quemaduras. To burn oneself. Quemarse. A burn. Una quemadura. Burned. Quemado o quemada. I burned my hand. Me quemé la mano. And for the more advanced speakers out there, how would you say, I burned my hand when I tried removing the frying pan from the stove? Me quemé la mano. Cuando intenté retirar el sartén del fuego. Y aquí puedes decir la sartén también, ¿no? Sí, la sartén también y stove, podemos decir la estufa también. Now, how would you say she has a severe burn? Ella tiene una quemadura severa. And for the advanced speakers out there, how would you say she has a severe burn that covers her entire right shin?
ella tiene una quemadura severa que cubre toda la espinilla derecha. My hand is burned. Tengo la mano quemada. So here again we use the construction tener más la parte del cuerpo más adjetivo to describe the state of our body. My hand is burned. Tengo la mano quemada. Ahora hablemos sobre las cortadas. To cut oneself. Cortarse. Now, how would you say a cut? As in a cut on your finger. Una cortada. In a prior lesson, we used un corte. Pero, en muchas partes de América Latina, es más común utilizar la palabra cortada para referirse a este tipo de herida. How would you say the adjective cut? Cortado. Cortada. He cut his finger. Se cortó el dedo. Addressing you instead, do you have a cut on your finger? Tiene una cortada en el dedo? His finger is cut. Tiene el dedo cortado. But note, when you use the adjective cortado, it may be understood that something is severed or cut off. So if someone has a cut on their finger, you can simply ask, Do you have a cut on your finger? Tiene una cortada en el dedo? Hablemos sobre los desgarros. To tear. Desgarrarse. And you'll notice we use the pronominal form of the verb again. Desgarrarse. We're doing this because we are talking about injuries caused by unintentional actions we do to our body. For example, me desgarré un ligamento o me rompí el brazo. To learn more about this use of pronominal verbs, see the link in your show notes. A tear. Un desgarro. And note, in many parts of Latin America, including Mexico and Guatemala, instead of desgarro, they use the noun desgarre. Torn, as in the adjective. Desgarrado or desgarrada. She tore a ligament in her shoulder. Se desgarró un ligamento del hombro. And if you said un ligamento en el hombro, that works too. But note, there is a tendency in Spanish to use the preposition de when referring to a component of something. In this case, the ligament is a component of the shoulder. And therefore, Rory said, se desgarró un ligamento del hombro. And this one is for my members who have covered knee injuries in our Spanish for Emergencies course. Addressing usted, you have a partial tear 
of your anterior cruciate ligament. Tiene un desgarro parcial de su ligamento cruzado anterior. O tiene un desgarre parcial de su ligamento cruzado anterior. Again, addressing the patient as usted, how would you say, you have a torn tendon? Usted tiene un tendón desgarrado. And how do you think you would say, your tendon is torn? Usted tiene el tendón desgarrado. So here we're using that construction, tener más la parte del cuerpo más adjetivo to express the state of something in our body. Your tendon is torn. Tiene el tendón desgarrado. Hablemos sobre romperse un hueso, un ligamento o un tendón. To break or to rupture. Romperse. A rupture or a break. Una rotura. Broken or ruptured. Roto or rota. He broke his arm. Se rompió el brazo. I see a rupture of one of the tendons in the image. Veo una rotura de uno de los tendones en la imagen. And note, when speaking of a rupture in a tendon or ligament, you may also hear ruptura. Although strictly speaking, ruptura is only to be used with abstract nouns that you cannot touch, such as a relationship or a contract, many native Spanish speakers do not follow this rule and will use it to speak of ruptures in things such as tendons and ligaments. Ahora interpreta, her right arm is broken. Ella tiene el brazo derecho roto. Ahora hablemos sobre las torceduras. To twist or sprain. Torcerse. A sprain. Una torcedura o un esguince. Sprained. Torcido o torcida. How would you say she sprained her ankle? Se torció el tobillo. How about she sprained her ankle when she tripped? Se torció el tobillo cuando tropezó. Addressing the patient as usted, how would you say, you have a sprain? Tiene una torcedura o tiene un esquince. You have a sprained ankle.
tiene un tobillo torcido. Y ya está. Hemos llegado al final de la lección. Bueno, Molly, ha sido un placer, súper divertido. Muchas gracias por tenerme aquí con ustedes. Y, y sí, siempre es bueno uh, practicar el español, aprender vocabulario nuevo. Y me gustó mucho a mí trabajar contigo. Sí, igualmente. Y voy a compartir el enlace de tu lección en la que se basa esta lección para que mis oyentes puedan echarle un vistazo y pensar en tomar un curso con ustedes o ir de viaje con ustedes. So, this lesson was based on a lesson of Rory's and I'm going to share that link in the show notes so that you can all go and watch one of his video lessons and check out his courses and consider an immersion trip. I may be going in July if I can get myself away from the beautiful weather in Minnesota in July, but I may be going in July when I have a few weeks off from work. So, thank you so much, Rory, for being here. This has been a huge pleasure and it's so much fun to work with you. You have wonderful positive energy and... I'm just happy that we could work together to help people learn medical Spanish. Thank you, Molly. I am too. You know, our, our mission and vision at Common Ground is to impact communities through language. And the kind of work that, uh, that Common Ground does, uh, myself and my team, we're language teachers. So we don't, we don't have the opportunity to work directly with patients. And we're just uh, super honored to have the opportunity to share Spanish with people who do have that ability to make a difference in their own communities. So thanks for inviting me on your podcast today. You're welcome. De nada. No hay de qué. Y espero que podamos trabajar más juntos en el futuro. Yo también. Yo también. Hasta luego. Hasta luego, Rory. Or Rory. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this lesson. We hope you had fun and learned something new. We covered a lot of ground, but there's still more to learn. In our next member lesson, Rory and I delve deeper into the vocabulary of injuries, including scrapes, dislocations, swelling, bites, stings, and more. If you're a subscriber to our Premium Medical Spanish podcast, you can look forward to seeing that lesson in your feed this weekend. Until then, keep practicing your Spanish, and we'll see you in the next episode. Hasta pronto! If you're not a member yet and you'd like to learn more with us, support the podcast and become a member at docmolly.com. This is a production of docmolly.com, where we learn practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere.